just lift your hands to your Father. As a living sacrifice. Just whisper sweet words to Jesus. Because he is worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy to receive all of your worship. All of your praise. All your adoration. He is worthy of it. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Can somebody jam their hands together? Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, let's take our seats. Help me welcome somebody to church. Um, if you haven't done so, please help me wish somebody a Merry Christmas. And um, while you're there, please, I'd like you to help me ask somebody, um, please, when are you traveling? It's a serious question. It's, it's a very... Who has experienced Agor traffic? So ask your neighbor, please, when are you traveling? Go quick. Advice there for me. Tell them, go quick. But come back in time for getting momentum. Um, <laughs> yesterday was terrible. Uh, I was, uh, is this what you people are going through? So in my mind, we came for a wedding. Because I, I have to say this thing, if not, I won't be able to preach. So just allow me to, to express. Yes. So, we did the wedding, and it went well. Praise God. They are married. And then, okay, you will go home. So I entered a God traffic. 2.41. 7 o'clock, I was still there. So in my mind, and you two, they have me, eh? I did not know that that's what, let, let me say it to you people, because I'm on the island, and I've left you people. Seven o'clock. So I, I, because I was on the phone, I was calling people, touching base with my people, how are you, Merry Christmas, I'm happy, I'm fine. And then I checked the time, I was seven, I like, who punished me? So I turned and entered first pack, and slept in first pack. So for those people that are wondering, ah, this was all yesterday, yes. <laughs> I don't have that kind of shame. I'm all right. So we're okay. So now we can preach. All right. <laughs> As, um, ah, no. Travel quickly. Or just travel. Be going, be going. We'll miss you, but you can go. We'll lose you. Ah, no. Uh, what was the cost for for for? The people that know. What? It will not affect any momentum. Uh, whatever the reason. Ah. Okay. Yeah, let's enter today's. <laughs> it wasn't funny. Or... Okay. Um, so, end of the year. After this week now, next Sunday is what? Christmas. 
and then they will now do Christmas message and nobody will listen. And then you now go and eat and then we'll just move from there. So I just said, maybe today will be a good opportunity to at least try and get us to even do a bit of serious work before Christmas. Is that okay? All right. So um, how was this year for you? It's a real question. What's okay, Abby? It was good. For some people, it was very challenging. For some people, it was full of uncertainty. Would the visa come out? Will it not come out? Cast interview, this, that. Abby? For some people, should I even go at all or should I stay? Um, I remember, I think it was two years ago, I was talking to somebody after Wednesday service. It was outside. I think it was end of the year, thereabouts. So, just like I said, touching base. How are you? What have you been up to? What's next? Things like that. And the person was was just chock full of excuses. Like, the, the reason I haven't done this is because the person that I'm supposed to do it with or the person that we started together, that person has connection me, I don't have connection. Many things. It was just on and on and on. And it, they, are, they were all, they, all of them were real reasons. All of them were cogent reasons, okay? But I had to stop and I, and I said something. I said, if you continue like this, if you continue having excuses for why it did not work, um, we will have this same conversation next year. We'll meet outside here and you still tell me why things are not working yet. So like, God forbid, I reject it. You know what everybody, what we see is that we see as Christians, we reject, bind, stamp out, rule out, and all those things we do. Uh, but she's worse off this year. Um, and I say this without any, I mean, there's no joy in that. Do you understand? Okay, so it just makes sense for us to be able to sit back, look at what this year was about, and then now even try and make some meaning out of next year before it comes. All right? So um, this year, the word for the year was what? The year of the Lord. Um, so the word came, we were excited, we received the word, and then we moved, and then different things happened. Now, for some people, they were able to surpass and make something of the year. For some other people, um, by April, just like New Year's resolutions. For some people, New Year's resolution is just like February, max, and then you go back into the grind. Uh, but it, it's it's... It would make sense if we're able to sit down, tear this thing apart a bit. And it's not just for the word of the year, because like I said, getting momentum is coming, uh, crossover is coming and all that, and we can get excited just because it's something new. New things excite us. I don't know about you, but new things, you get a new job. For the first one month, two months, they're all about that job. Man, it's fantastic. Ah, they have lunch, they have this. You know about that lunch. And then after month two, month three, we see that you're not really talking about lunch again. I'm like, hey, it's the same thing they always serve himself. <laughs> or, hey, hey the, 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 the woman is always there. Well, you know what you do, you know. And um, it helps when you can sit back, plan, and plot 
so that you are running just not based on the emotion of the newness, but you actually have a plan for the year. Like we would always say, uh, amen is not a plan. Abby? All right, so let's read something. We'll look at the story of Mary. I'll try and jump so that we don't waste time, or we don't take time. It's not waste. We don't take too much time. Um, Luke 1. So this is the story of Mary and how the angel came. But before that, the angel went to Elizabeth, yes? Told her about how John the Baptist would be born. Uh, Okay. Now, if we're going to jump. So first, the angel came to Elizabeth, told her a couple of things. Um, Elizabeth received, of course, the cars did not receive. God God struck them, right? And then the angel went to Mary, yes? And then said a couple of things. Uh, I don't want to take time on this. All right. But I'll touch on some things and then we'll see how it goes. So the angel came to Mary, told Mary some things. He said, and then Mary responded from, let's see. Okay, so that was in the sixth month after um, Elizabeth had already gotten pregnant. So Mary, the angel came and said, Hail, thou art um, highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. And he said many things. And when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying. Said the same things Zechariah said. But she wasn't stuck, struck dumb. Yeah? Abby? Okay. So she wasn't struck dumb. So pretty much, I mean, they were both in impossible situations. They said pretty much the same things. But the Bible says that for Zechariah, the angel said, but because you did not believe, you will not speak until after these things have come to pass. But they didn't say the same thing for Mary. So just bringing out things from this now, first thing I think you need to know, we can all come into the year excited. We can all come and receive the word for the year with excitement. But it is not landing on the same kind of soil in the hearts of people. So we'll say the same words. 2023, something, 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 something. Uh, Happy New Year, this is my year. But if it's, God looks at the heart and not just your words. You need to be mindful of that. Okay? So I need you to prepare your heart for next year. Um, why is it next year? Because some people are like, oh, maybe uh, what for the year? Is it even necessary? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we've heard things like that. Um, might as well be getting the word for the day. Same principle. And I'll, I'll show you something there. Um, the, the angel came to Mary and told her a lot of things. And by the time Mary went to Elizabeth, the Bible says the Holy Spirit came upon Elizabeth. Are we? And then Elizabeth started to say all of these fantastic things about Jesus. If Mary was like a lot of the Christians we have today, Mary would have been excited about the things Elizabeth was saying because she would have been hearing it for the first time. I'll let that sink in. Um, when you hear the word for the year, I'm not saying you shouldn't be excited, but I think it should be a confirmation of the things that you have received concerning that year, so that it is not coming fresh to you and like, oh, Elizabeth is a woman of God. You should have taken time out to find out about what your 2023 should look like. 
So that when the word for the year is coming, it is an addition to what you already have received from God. Did you catch that? Everything Elizabeth said was true. But it was confirmation. Imagine if Mary was not listening. Then, like I said, it would be like a lot of us that we are eagerly waiting for the word of the year, not spending time on our own to receive our word for the year. So what am I saying? Between now and the end of the year, try and get your own word. Spend time with God. God, what, what, what would you have me do for this coming year? What are the milestones? What are the things you would want me to tick off? It's not everybody that God is saying that 2023 is going to be a year of excitement. For some people, it's going to be a year of sanctification. For some people, it's going to be a year of consecration. But if you just stay on the year... So that's why I love the year for the word for this year. Because by the time, I think it was Pastor him, by the time you started breaking it down, you could see yourself in it. So this is the year of the Lord, and the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Abby? For somebody else, it was protection. The Lord is my strong tower and my refuge. You can find the Lord in different aspects. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you're not going to wait, because what if they don't, in quotes, mention your case? That means that word for the year is just floating, because you did not see yourself in it. So spend time out. Spend, it's not, God is not waiting for you to spend seven days dry before he talks to you. But he wants you to seek him and ask so that he can answer. He's waiting to answer you. That's what I'm saying. All right. So I felt somewhere in there to hear that. Um, so like I said, Elizabeth received confirmation, uh, sorry, Mary received confirmation from Elizabeth. She wasn't hearing it for the first time. Alright? Now, um, so what did she do? She got the word. And the Bible says, if we read the whole thing, she went into this whole long story with Elizabeth at least. But ultimately, when the angel told her, she said what? Be it unto me, according to your word. I am your handmaiden. Abby? Alright. Um, First Thessalonians 2.13. This is very important. Can we read it together? One, two, read. Without season. Because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you received it not as the words of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believed. The words that we've spoken, you can, you can receive it and just think that somebody has said something that will excite you. Or you can see it as God actually speaking to you. Because I believe, let's, let's say Pastor K, let's say the set man and the angel over this house is the most carnal person on this planet. God still speaks through donkeys. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, um, if someone has spent time to prayerfully receive 
and then prophetically declare over the house that 2023 is such and such. It is on you and I to receive that word as if it is coming from God himself. If not, it will be like every other year that nothing happened. Did you get that? He said that we thank God. We are happy continually because when you received that words that we spoke, you were not looking at us. You were looking at God. You were not receiving the word as if you were receiving the words of men, but you were receiving words as if they were coming from God himself. And that is why we could now see it is working effectually in you because you believe. So you are supposed to receive it with joy. You are supposed to receive it by faith for it to have any effect. The Bible says that the, the same word came to you and he went to them. But it did not profit them. Why? Because it was not received what? With faith. So whatever it is you are receiving, even in your own quiet time, in your own personal um, uh, time that you want to seek God's face, there must be that element of faith if you are going to please God about it. So you are receiving the word by faith. You are receiving it with joy. You are receiving it with hope. Because a lot of people have lost hope. So this year will be like last year because uh, this is God help me. Um, Benjamin was number supposed to be called Benjamin. Do you know Benjamin? Last one. His name was what? Ben Onai. Is it Oni or Onai? Let's call it Ben Onai. Okay? Um, Rachel, when she was giving birth to him, it was a very tough labor. And the Bible records that she actually died in the process. So as she was dying, she named him Ben Onai. Because Benoni means a child of sorrow. But the Bible recalls that his father looked at him and changed his name and called him Benjamin, which means what? Son of my right hand. If you look at last year and use it to name next year, you're in trouble. It is because you have lost hope. That you will call next year, Ben and I. So I pray for somebody in the house. I don't know what you've gone through. I don't know. But I pray that hope will stir up in you again. So that you can call next year something favorable for your own sake. In Jesus' name. So next year is not Ben and I. It is Benjamin. Amen. Benjamin means that in my old age, I have someone to lean on. I have somebody to support. I have respite. I have hope. So hope will not be taken from you in the name of Jesus. If it has been taken, it has been taken, it is restored in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So we're at Touching things, I hope you've realized that. So, if you are waiting for sense, you won't see sense, but you see spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Okay. So, um, receive with joy, receive it by faith, receive it with readiness of mind. 
receive it with the attitude that you're about to start work using what you have received. Praise God. It is a new chapter. It is a chapter determined by the times and the seasons of men, but it is a new chapter nonetheless. Did you get that? You are not waiting for a move of God to determine a season of God. Sometimes God will work with the calendars of men. Do you understand? For God to be able to say that by this time next year, according to the times of men, you will have a son speaking to Sarah. That means sometimes God will respect the times and the seasons that have been determined by men. All right? So it's okay to have a word for the year. I'm trying to do Don't worry. I know where I'm going because some people have heard some things that will stop you from wanting to believe in the word for the year. It's, it was prayerfully received, like I said, and prophetically declared so you can receive it. Amen. All right. Next thing, you need to nurture it. So we're going to look at the parable of the sower. You need to nurture the things that you receive, either in your own personal time or in the general body. All right. Um, Luke 8. Of course, we can't read the whole thing, but you know the story, I mean? Parable of the sower. Um, so Jesus talked about the sower that went and sowed seeds. And as he was casting the seeds, some of them fell on different types of soil. And the Bible says that after a while, the disciples went to meet Jesus and like, you need to explain this to us, we do not understand. And he said, why, why don't you understand this? So he said, number one thing you need to know is that the seed is the what? The word. So the seed is the word. Now, the seed cannot be bad. We are aware, Abby. So however it comes, it cannot be bad. It is the word of God. Sent by God. Even in Logos form, the word cannot be bad can be misinterpreted, but it is not bad. So that's another level. So somebody is sowing a rice and expecting mango. That's when you try to misappropriate the word. You take logos and you want to force it to be rema by force. Anyway, but that's not where we are going. Um, I've lost all my notes, so God will help all of us. No, I'm kidding. All right. So, um, Luke 8, so let's just quickly look at 11 to 15. So, that, so he said, the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are those that are here. Then, then comes the devil and takes away the word out of their hearts. He says, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they, which when they hear, receive the word with joy. So you receive with joy and excitement, but because there is no root. So for a while they believe, and in time of temptation, fall away. Temptation is not a girl dressed scandalously. Temptation can be trials or tribulations or just pure sapa. Amen. Okay. Um, and they which fell among the thorns are they which, when they are heard, go forth. They are choked with the cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And then there is no fruit brought forth to perfection. Um, but that which fell on good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with what? Patience. Nurturing requires patience. 
the day you plant a mango seed, and then you go and check the next day, you know that you're not even a learner, you're a joker. You know, there's, there's learner and then there's clown. You're a clown. Because you not take time to make sure that the, the seed will germinate and is constantly weeded and is constantly watered and is constantly fed with manure and all the things that you take for the seed to grow. But you want to see results. Clown. Amen. You need patience. A lot of us were still waiting for that magic Christianity that the word came yesterday, I received it, I got my results tomorrow. God is more concerned about building character in you than you even getting your blessing, in quotes. In quotes. There are some blessings that will destroy you if they are gotten prematurely. Amen. So God is more concerned about the long game than about your overnight story of success. Oh, your story of overnight success. You get what I'm saying now. So don't stress me this morning. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying. God is more concerned about building character in you. That's why I will always go to this my scripture. It says, count it all joy and fall into diverse temptations, knowing this that the trial of your faith works patience. But let patience have its perfect work in you so that you can be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. That is what God wants. If you get the car along the way, that's just jara. But God's ultimate goal is that you are built up in character. You are built up in your person. Your spirit is built. Your spirit is mature. Amen. All right. So, you are going to take that word. You are going to nurture it. How do you nurture it? You meditate on it. You receive the word. You meditate on it. You go back to it. You take the one that you think, oh, this, this resonated with me while they were speaking during gaining momentum or while in my, I was in my quiet time. And you take that word and you build on it and you build on it and you build on it to the point where it cannot be taken from you. If you see a tree that has stayed for years and I ask you to go and uproot it with your hands, just think of a mango tree that has been there for like 10 years and I say, go and uproot that thing. Just use your bare hands and just carry it. How many of there's nobody here? Even Arnold, nobody. Abby? Eh. That's how it works. But if I tell you to go and uproot a sapling, a, a tree that just started sprouting yesterday, it's not hard now. So why do you think that it's going to be any different with the word that you have received? Why you don't take time to nurture it and make sure that it's growing strong? It is when it grows strong that when the winds come, it's just a bend like this, or nothing will happen. Amen. But if you don't nurture it and it's just there, just wants, somebody will just, they won't, even, they won't even see it when they step on it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, let that be your watchword this year. That I will take the word and I will nurture it. Somebody else should not be doing your Bible study for you. So somebody comes and tells you years of experience. They come on stage. 
you drink anymore. And they're like, ah, God has done this and this and this and this. And you're excited. Yay! But you're, you're, you're excited about somebody else's life and discipline. So you go away from there, not thinking about building your own. Every time we come for a word call, you should see me and Pastor Yetro. Sometimes we just look at each other and like, are we sure we are practicing Christianity? When you hear some things that are said on this stage, it is supposed to trigger you to do, not trigger you to want to get. You can't receive it. Amen. Some blessings hmm, come because of the years that have been put in. Uh, okay. Um, grace and peace be multiplied to you. Through what? You don't, you, you don't know it. That is what I'm saying. <laughs> is it first Peter or second Peter? One of the Peters. Grace and peace. Grace is multiplied. Peace is multiplied through knowledge. Grace. Unmerited, that thing you call unmerited people, I didn't do anything to get it. It can be increased through knowledge. If you don't put in the work, it cannot be increased. That's how it works. One more grace, put in the work. He says it's unmerited, but it's not really unmerited. It's unmerited because you cannot work to get that thing. Doesn't mean you should not put in the work. Did you understand that? So, people that come here to minister to us and to share about God's mighty power and the things that they are doing, it's not just to excite you. It's supposed to propel you into your own discipline. And that's where the nurturing comes in. So you go back and you look at what they said. Like, is, is this man any more special than I am? And the truth is, no, he's not. He just put in the time. He put in the effort. He put in the work. And now we are celebrating the results. That can be your own story too. Where you put in the time, you put in the effort, you put in the work. And so all of these things is so that next year will not be like this year. I hope you get where we are going with this. So I'm not just, this is not rambles, this is not just rants. It's just so that you will be a better person next year. Simple. Not better because you got a new car, but better because your spirit is more mature. It's that simple. Because there's so too many flaky Christianity or Christians. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, you make me speak back in bad English. It's too many flaky Christians that are just moved. So God gave me a car today, so God is happy with me. Last one took the car. So God is not happy with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are driven by the wind and tossed. But this one is not even doctrine. It's just life. Forget doctrine. <laughs> life happens to you. My nepa bill is higher than normal. God is not happy with me. My car developed a fault because I didn't maintain it. 
God is not happy with me. Because I know the covenant I have with God. That nothing can spoil. Eh? <laughs> Sense. It was missing from that equation. That is why you can't spoil it. So what am I saying? When you nurture something, you have the, 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 have the patience of a farmer. When you receive that word, have the patience of a farmer. Ask yourself, what work did I put into this word that I'm expecting a harvest? Honestly, ask yourself, oh, don't do it in front of people because you will disgrace yourself. You're just like, why, why am I even a Christian? Let me just go back to the world because I have no wasted my time. But if you are going to be honest with yourself, you will know that you have not even spent any time thinking on the things that you have heard. That is why you are not getting results or the results you desire. Praise God. All right. So, uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Very good. Um, so, finally, oh, let me put it like this. Um, yeah. First, Ephesians 1, 17 and 18. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, Paul was praying, and he said that he wants you to understand a couple of things. He wants you to understand God's capacity. He wants you, I'm breaking it down. This is paraphrasing. Lord, I will give you a spirit of wisdom. And uh, Next verse. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you know the hope of his calling, what the riches of his inheritance, of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Okay. He wants you to understand God's capacity, God's capabilities, God's magnificence. What is your own in the whole matter? Do you understand? Like, what's, what's, what's in it for me, in quotes, like we say? It is when you know these things that you can go and appropriate them. If you don't know that health is yours, you will not be demanding it like somebody that the health is his. You will still be begging for it. Did you cut that? So when somebody comes here on stage to share with you that ah, in, in 20 something something, in 1978 when you bring Bishop Francis well, look, it's really 1970 something. When he shares those things your, your mind, your spirit has been enlarging to receive what's the magnificence of God. Or let me say, you now have a greater capacity to understand who God is. Let me put it that way. What he can do and what you can get. Praise God. That's why we bring them. So the getting now is not is not necessarily about the physical. How many of how many times will you even hear Bishop Francis Waleoke talk about a uh, bought car, bought house? He will tell you to go and pray for one hour in tongues, and then you are charged, and then we start a one hour prayer. Uh, what do we call it now? A campaign. That is the work. Where you are increasing your capacity to do more in Christ. When you know that that your 30 minutes is not enough, when somebody is doing one hour every day, or when somebody is doing three hours or four hours constant, then your own capacity to do is also increased. That's why we bring them. 
you see God f- f- bigger than what you used to see him as. Because these people have seen him that way. So they're sharing with you that don't stay on this level. Don't stay on this level. That's what they're saying. It's essentially, gaining momentum, any world conference you go for, they're telling you do not stay on this level. There's more in God. There's more in God. There's more in God. You don't have to live like this. There is more in God. That's what we are doing. So that when you, when you are able to receive that, then you can run with that. Then you can say, God, I want more of you because I have seen a picture. More of you that we cry and we think about sometimes, it is abstract because we don't see anything. More of you, more of you, more of you. What does that look like? I don't know. But I want more of you. But somebody comes and tells you that there is more in God because this is what I am handling. And like, wow, I want that. And that's what we do. Me and Pastor, don't see we are we are we are we are normal men that are challenged, that are triggered when we hear certain things. I'm like, man, this is Christianity. What are we doing? We need to up our game. And then you need people like that around you. So nurturing is also about the kind of people you surround yourself with that will not unwittingly uproot the word that has been planted. You know, you, you, you are, you'll be around some people and you know that this person is just plucking, just uprooting word, just uprooting everything that has been planted because of the nonsense that he's saying. You need people that will help you nurture what you have heard. You need a circle of friends that will help you. That you can be farmers together. Praise God. Praise God. So if, so write it down. I need to look for other farmers. In case you did not get what I was saying and you think I was just just saying, write it down. I need to look for farmers. Because I don't think I have enough. You can pray, and God will send. But if you don't see a need for it, you just be floating, you just be coasting, and they will come. That's the thing. God might still send them, but you won't recognize them because you are not looking for them. Praise God. All right. So you need to nurture. You need to nurture the word. You need to nurture the word. Wow. Okay. You need to nurture, nurture, nurture the word. All right. Um. Now, this is very key. Mark 6.52. Also a very long story, so I'll summarize. Jesus fed the 5,000. Now, after he fed the 5,000, he sent the disciples ahead. So they were in a boat. And um, a storm started. Jesus started walking on water. And the Bible says that he was going to go past them and all of that. So let's look at 6.52. So when Jesus, he called him. And then he came into the boat. So, uh, Mark, sorry. I said Mark, are we? Mark 6, so yes. So, can we, DJ, help? Okay. Can we read this together? One, two, read. Now, this on its own looks very random. But because of what I said, he had just fed 5,000 people. Now you're in a boat. You see somebody walking towards you. You know it's, it's Jesus. 
but your mind refuses to accept that man can walk on water. So you discard what you just saw, which was equally impossible to now say, to now rationalize and say that this was a ghost. That is why Jesus was angry. Like, you just saw me feed 5,000 people. You just saw me do the impossible. Now I'm walking on water, and you still won't wrap your mind to even believe that this can be me. What does that mean? Um, you need to allow your spirit to be dynamic enough and sensitive enough to change position, to switch lanes as the spirit leads. You are following the Holy Spirit. You are not following your preconceptions. Some people already have an idea of what 2020 will look like. And then God comes or the situation comes to disrupt your preconception and you say that God is not there anymore. Meanwhile, God was there when you were going this way and he's still there at this point. Now, it's for you to be able to recognize God in the situation. And what was 2020? The word for the year 2020? Eh? All things are now ready. That year was interesting. <laughs> that was a Ona Ena, have you? Choir, Ona, Ena. Once you sit down, they know what. <laughs> that was the year with the curtain, with MK. Uh, 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 lockdown. I did not like that curtain. Uh, we're looking like another church. I'll not mention that name. Um, so 2020 came and the word came. All things are now ready. Uh, it was an, and then lockdown happened. So do you think that nullified the word for the year? For some people, it did. Do. You are just saying no now because it's the right thing to say. In fact, some of the people that said no now are like, yes. Because that thing show me paper. Now, um, before then, and this is, like I said, where you need to be able to hear God for yourself. God told me, I think, I, I, I'm sure I mentioned it to my wife, that, that I should start building up my savings. Beginning of the year. In fact, the year before. And I, I think I, I mentioned the story of Joseph. And I said, okay. And I did not know what was coming. Now, we'll hear some things and we'll discard it. Because I discarded it. I did not save. So God said, if I leave this boy, he will die. So, he, there, were, there, were, there was a lot of delay in all the jobs that we did. Like, they were just sitting on the money and like, ha. Huh. Do, do these people understand that I need money? But for every day I was saying that, do they understand that I need money? I still survived. And I survived. And I survived. And I survived. I'm not dying. So God was keeping the money. For me, that if I leave it to you, not keep it. So let's keep it for you. And then lockdown happened. And then they started releasing the money. So, does that mean that God was not in the equation. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, God was the same God that was holding the money for me. For me, not from me. 
and then he released it when I needed it. So that should be God for you, where you are able to pivot with him and like, oh, this is that same God that fed 5,000. Oh, wow, we're in a storm, but he is the one walking on water. So we are good. Do you understand? You will be good if you can see God. The reason you're afraid is because you don't see God in the equation. The reason you feel like you don't have direction is because you're not even seeing God in the equation. But you can look for God and find him in the midst of your confusion or your apparent lack. Then you can still praise God. Then 2023, whatever he throws at you, you are still able to chest it because you know God is here. It's just not looking like what it looked like when it was feeding the 5,000. Did you catch that? Were you blessed? Yeah. Hallelujah. All right, so for that person, let's rise our feet. Let's, let's, let's just pray. Let's pray that we'll be able to recognize God regardless of how he wants to show up. And but before that, we are going to pray for somebody in the house. You are not born again. You don't have Jesus. If you don't have Jesus, you cannot have the confidence we have that God is with us. All right? If you do not have God, this is a good day to do it. All right? Next week is Sunday. It's Christmas and all of that. But let's give you an opportunity to enter into confidence, into a state of confidence so that no matter what 2023 brings, I'm good because God is with me. No matter what the storms will throw or whatever it is, but because I see Jesus walking towards me from a distance, I know that I'm still okay. I'm still fine. God is still in my business. So I want somebody here to be able to invite God into their business, into their lives, into their hearts, into into everything that concerns them so that they can have the confidence the same confidence that we have and they will know that regardless of what happens I will come out on top that's confidence we have so if you are that person you do not have Jesus in your heart you don't receive him as your Lord and Savior you shoot your hand high above your head people are standing so I might not be able to you have to raise it very high so that I can pray with you you have to do it with confidence We have anybody, uh, Marshals? Can you help? Do we have anybody you want to give your heart to Jesus? You know that you cannot run this race on your own. You know that you need Jesus for this next phase. Nobody said it's going to get better. I need to tell you that ahead of time. It's probably going to get worse for the world. But let's boost your confidence and know that so that you know that everything will be fine. Do we have anybody? Now, for the rest of us, let's just pray. Let's, let's commit next year into God's hands. If you've not heard God concerning next year, you can start from now. Like, God, I want to set out time. So, I'm not saying you should receive your word now for next year, but God, I, I'm going to set out time. I'm, I'm proposing in my heart to just spend some time to listen to you for your own voice. So that like Mary and Elizabeth, when, when I hear the word for the year, it, it will most likely be a confirmation of some of the things I've heard. It will be a confirmation. I won't, I won't be surprised. I won't be shocked by the word for the year. It will resonate with something in my own spirit as well. 
Father, we give you praise. We thank you. We know 2023 is awesome. We already call it ahead of time. It is a good year. It is a good year. It is a good year. You are with us. You are with us, so it is a good year. You are with us, so it is a good year. We speak ahead. We speak. It is a good year. We don't know how each day will play out, but we already know that it is a good year. We give you all the praise for it. We give you all the glory for it. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Let's celebrate Jesus. Amen.